Welcome to Leading Lights. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more information and resources. What is the church's purpose? Why are we here? What are we supposed to be achieving? What is our mission? I wonder if you went to a big company like Coca-Cola or any of the, the big brand names in the world and you said to them, what is your purpose? I'm sure that the Coca-Cola company would say, our purpose is to make and sell Coca-Cola. I want to say to you that the church's purpose is to make disciples of all nationalities and all types of people all around the world. That is our purpose, to go into all the world. And Jesus said in Matthew 28 verse 18, He'd risen again. He was full of power. All authority on heaven and earth had been given to him. He'd won the war. And he said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. This is our purpose as the church. The problem is that many of us have thought that our purpose as the church is perhaps fellowship. Our purpose, we think, is to get together and have friendships and have a good time together. That's a good thing to do, but that's not our purpose. Just like the Coca-Cola company has a human resources department that makes sure that all the workers get together well and get on with each other and achieve their working relationships properly, that's not the purpose of the Coca-Cola company. It's just a faction of that company. Some people think that our purpose in church is worship, that the only reason we exist is to worship God and glorify Him. And that's good. It's wonderful to do that. But the problem is if we think that's our purpose, then we will spend all our time worshiping God. Do you remember Jesus said uh, to His disciples, wait in Jerusalem until you've been endued with power from on high and the Holy Spirit will come on you and give you the power to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. They waited in the upper room and in Acts chapter 2 it says on the day of Pentecost the Holy Spirit came and filled them and then they went out and they preached the word. If worship was the main purpose of the church they would have stayed in that upper room just enjoying the presence of the Holy Spirit. They would never have gone out and witnessed to the whole world. Worship is important. It's wonderful, but it's not our main purpose. Some people think that teaching or preaching, teaching Christians, educating them and letting them know about the Bible is our purpose. And that's important, extremely important. I'm sure in the Coca-Cola company, they have a, 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 a part of the company that teaches people the technical skills they need and gives them all the information they need to do their jobs. But that is not the purpose of the Coca-Cola company. It's to go out and sell Coke. And it's the same with us. Our purpose is to go out and make disciples. Even though teaching is very important, that's not our purpose. Can you see that all these different things that we do in church are vital and wonderful and good? They are what we do as a church, but they are not our purpose. Why am I saying all this? Because if we don't know what our purpose is, and if we don't keep it as the main focus in everything that we do, the chances are very high that we will miss the mark. We will aim at the wrong thing or we will aim at nothing. Or we will allow lots of different people's opinions to say this is our purpose. No, I think this is our purpose. No, let's do this. And we will become ineffective because we are not focused on what Jesus told us to do. 
The great commission that he gave to his disciples is the same commission that he gives to every Christian and every church. And it's so important that we keep it focused and foremost in our minds that our purpose, the thing that we are supposed to achieve, our mission, the thing that God will ask us at the end of time, did you do it, is to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Let me just go through those words in that verse very briefly. The first is go into all the world or all nations or the whole world. We need to be looking outwards. It's not just about me and the people who are like me or the people who I feel comfortable with. It's not just about my family, my friends, people who are of my race, people who are of my social standard, my age, my gender. It's about the whole world, different people, people I would never normally mix with. I've got to be willing to go outside of my normal worldly boundaries. Second, he said, go and make disciples. That means converts. Yes, people have to become Christians, but disciple is more than a convert. A disciple is a person who studies and builds a relationship with and learns. And there's a close bond between the disciple and the person who's teaching them. There's a need for relationships and, and groups like small groups and homes are very important for that. It's more than just getting people saved. It's making disciples. Then he said, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Baptism is a, a sign of becoming part of the body of Christ and becoming part of a church. And baptism is an important thing. We need to bring people into churches through baptism. He said, teaching them all things that I've commanded you. And that's important as well. We need to show them and teach them what Jesus has taught us. And then he said, I'm with you always. When we're doing all those things that he's told us, we have his guarantee that he is with us. Some people have said, why are you so interested in building churches? What about all the other important things? Helping the poor, educating the uneducated. What about politics, social work, social issues, campaigning for justice and righteousness, leadership in society, getting families mended? Why are you so interested in church all the time? Why are you pushing churches? And the reason is because, again, the mission, the purpose that he gave us was to go and make disciples, baptizing and teaching them. And that means to set up churches. Our job as the church, no matter what church you're in, no matter where in the world you live, your purpose, even if you're in a well-evangelized Christian country, your purpose must always remain to go and make more disciples in other places. And that means starting more churches. The reason the church is so important is because I have seen in my own life, and I know from Scripture, that when a church is established in a place, the poor are helped, the needy are helped, politics gets affected, leadership in society gets affected, families are mended, social issues are addressed, education gets increased, because the church is the vehicle that God pours His life and His power through into that community. I was living in a poor community in Africa for many years, and we saw people try to change and affect that society in many different ways with a lot of money and a lot of clever techniques and strategies. But when we planted a church there, orphans were taken off the street and looked after. People who were poor and had no education were taught because the life of God came into them and they wanted to learn. People who had no jobs, God's supernatural power came in and they found ways of finding jobs and doing things for the Lord and their economic situation improved. That whole society was transformed. Families were mended. Uh, fathers started staying at home more. The whole 
infrastructure was improved in a way that couldn't have happened through the normal methods that everybody else was trying. The church became the vehicle. And I believe that the answer for all of the problems in society is the church. I believe the problems of politics, the problems of um, lawlessness and crime and lack of education and all the different abuses, abuses that happen where people are taking advantage of other people. If we will get the gospel established in a community through churches, through little groups of people meeting in homes, worshiping Jesus, learning and becoming disciples, getting baptized, and then they start to plant other churches around them. When that happens, when the Great Commission becomes our main mission, all of these other issues become addressed as well. I'd like to just close with the last few verses of the book of Jonah. Jonah was a reluctant prophet. God had said to him, go and preach to Nineveh, which was a, a Gentile nation, non-Israelite nation, and, and Jonah was very reluctant to go. Nineveh was the main city of that day, and it was, it was a huge metropolis. And Jonah went and he preached, and they repented, but Jonah was still upset because he didn't like the Ninevites, and he didn't want them to be forgiven by God, and so he started sulking. He sat outside the city of Nineveh, and he was, he was unhappy, and God said to him, why are you unhappy? And in Jonah chapter 4, verse 10, the Lord said, you have had pity on a plant because Jonah, Jonah had become very attached to a little plant that had grown up and given him shade. And then when it died, he was very upset and, and he wanted to die. And God said, you've had pity on a plant for which you have not labored, nor made it grow, which came up in the night and perished in a night. Should I not pity Nineveh? that great city in which are more than 120,000 persons who cannot discern between their right hand and their left and much livestock. I want you to just think about that for a second. God has revealed in this verse when he was speaking to Jonah, his heart. God's heart is for cities of people. He sees numerous people, 120,000 people who can't tell their right from their left. They're lost, they're alone, they're aimless, they're wandering to destruction. But he says, and their livestock. God cares about every aspect of human life and society and creation and, and all the different parts of our lives, even, even the livestock. But his answer was not to create a livestock system or, or charity. God's answer was for Jonah to go and preach the gospel there. The gospel affects every part of society, even the animals, and as I've said, all the other areas. So our mission, our purpose includes worship. It includes teaching, fellowship, uh, doing good deeds, helping the poor, all these other things. But it has to come under the main mission of making disciples of all other people, baptizing and teaching them. In other words, planting churches, going and spreading the gospel by making churches that will disciple people of all different nationalities all over the world. If you keep that as your main purpose, Jesus has promised, I will be with you to the very end of the age. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.